0: It uh, means a lot for a lot of us at BAI to have the Firesign Theater here. First of all, they uh, are Pacifica people. They started in Los Angeles at our sister station there. And uh, despite those origins, they managed to move on to commercial stations where they were uh, kicked off from time to time. And uh, under, behind their two albums and their uh, soon-to-be-neglected single... Uh, <laughs> They've, they've really built up quite an audience, and um, we found in touring around the East Coast in the last oh, 10 days or so that there's real enthusiasm around campuses. So it's exciting for BAI to be able to help with that, and um, I'd like to introduce each of them, actually, so you can know who they are. Our research department drew up some pieces. Uh, not saying anything, man. <coughs> Uh, let's see here. Rye Laconic, Phil Austin. Joined the Fireside Theater after four years touring with the Swedish Belt and Whip Corps. Right. He's a graduate of uh, Bowdoin College. No, Fr- no,
1: I'm not a graduate.
0: He's an undergraduate of Bowdoin College <laughs> from Bangor all the way to Mighty Maine. His ambition is to play bass kazoo with the Vienna Boys Choir. And in his spare time, he studies artichokes, <laughs> loves his Anna Lee and lives in wonder. You all know him as Nick Danger. That's him. Uh, lean, intense David Oswald)
1: <laughs> Last time I was here, I was studying ballet. It was really wonderful.
0: Hmm. De- alias Catherwood Alias Beat the Reaper It says here Yay <laughs> wow. Came to uh, the Firesign Theater After spending the late 50s Reading poems and labeling archive tapes For WBAI <laughs> It's true. On coming back here the other day. David found some tapes uh, where he would left them 10 years ago or something. A
1: hundred years ago. Right. A hundred years
0: ago. David, who breeds frogs in his Hollywood aviary, <laughs> is a poet in his own right, uh, embraces often his wife, Tiny, and Mark's time. Hmm. Inscribed on his zinc belt is the militant Osmond family motto, Pants the Bourgeoisie. Here, here.
1: Hey. W-B-A-I, New York. My...
0: Oh, yes. wow. I hear your voice. Thank you, station oh. Drake. Came out of bless the you. Did you all hear it? It was incredible.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Pacifica. Thank you. Oh.
0: This is a heavy church, man. Mild, uh... <laughs> That's right. I should say that to welcome you all to the, uh... Basilica of the Blessed Gaff, <laughs> uh, Sean Sive, mild hulking Phil Proctor,
1: <laughs> mild and hulking. Join
0: the fu- join the fireside theater. Be quiet, and I'll who is it? Would somebody mug that girl, please? Have we got more mic on this? We've only got
1: the equipment Why? that God gave us. Testing one, two, three. All right, Paul, go ahead with your introduction.
0: Phil Proctor joined the Firesign Theater after three years public service in the Bureau of Redundancy Bureau. He is a graduate of Yale, where he studied backwards, played junior varsity grope, and turned me into a bowl of red jello laughter every time he walked into the room and called me Guelph. He's tall for his size and suffers from multiple identity, (laughs) and is either the craziest straight guy or the straightest crazy guy we ever met but I think he's one of the great comics of our time. I love you too, Paul. Okay. You all know him, by the way, as Ralph Spoilsport, Rocky Rococo, Audrey Farber, Susan Underhill, Betty Jo gil um, And uh, last, shy, balding Peter Bergman.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Bob. It's mildly pleasant to be here this evening.
0: Peter confessed yesterday in the car to having the attention span of an eight-year-old or eight-day-old baby. That's right. To everyone's uh, delight, he also looked and acted uh, that way Uh, ever since he arrived at Yale on a Groucho Marx scholarship.
1: That's right.
0: In his spare time, he works out on his trampoline, milks pearls, and wonders how it will end. (laughs) I think he's one of the funniest men ever to be on the radio. Peter really started, in a way, the uh, earliest uh, roots of... uh, Firesign Theater and the Oz Show, right? And uh, Thank you, Jesus. Today on Lunch Pail this afternoon, Peter issued his manifesto for the uh, 1970s over the waves entitled Give Me Liberty or Give Me Head. Peter Bergman. <laughs> One thing I should say, um, tonight uh, the Firesign, let me say the Firesign's been touring the East doing concerts and when we thought to try and get them here, we wanted them to do something a little bit special because uh, you know now that here we are in the Basilica and a live audience and a live listening audience, and the program is ultimately uh, going to end up in Los Angeles as part of the Firesign Theater Radio Hour Hour, two-hour two hour show on Sundays. Um, and it's really like radio used to be with a live audience and people getting together and laughing, and uh, this is what the Firesign Theater's been doing in, in Los Angeles every Sunday, so we thought it would be exciting to have him start have them started here and send it out over the waves to Los Angeles so that uh, how could we be in three places at once when we're not anywhere at all Oh there it is Peter Peter's right there in it front of us All right ladies and gentlemen Fire Sign Theater presents the Fire Sign Theater Radio Hour hour
1: There is a, there's an ad that appeared it's in the Los Angeles successful. Times a week before we came here to New York that I think you'd be interested in. This is for real. This is no put on. It had a big picture of the atomic bomb, a full-page ad, and under it it said, even if they drop the bomb, you own the whole. And then,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then under it, no, that's right, it said, get ready for the big California land boom. Every year, every month, every day, every hour, every minute, every second, the price of California land is rising. Why? So is the ocean. Yeah, so is the ocean, right. So uh, it's very nice to be here in New York. We've been traveling around the East Coast, digging on all the Jewish girls, or at least I have. It's, it's wonderful. There aren't any Jews left on the West Coast, as you know. They're all in Hawaii. All right intermixing with the polynesians either that or they're all over on the in the in the other east coast having the war of the big noses which uh, we're going to be hearing more about in just a while yours is uh, aha can you hear me now <coughs> what
0: about me can't it, hear me either huh
1: it's it, a
0: microphone it,
1: microphone it
0: i'm it's it,
1: i've to be getting anything through it, <laughs> it. <laughs> What? Anything wrong with this? Yep. <laughs> Mine's working. I. Ill. I what the? f- in the people out there <laughs> an Communications Answer great. the That's problem. Can't hear
0: it.
1: Shall I read? I have a note of interest here. <clears throat> Starting out the show for those of uh, those of you who are familiar with our records, uh, this is from uh, one of one of uh, Johannes Kepler, the discovery of the star, the discovery of the stars. One of his aunts, he he made a note on her, Cunegund. 1549, 23 May. The moon could not have been worst placed. She is dead. The mother of many children. Poisoned, they think, in the year 1581. It was a good year to be poisoned, though. That's probably what we meant. Very good chance of dying. Oh, also, I had another... Oh, I made a note in here, man. At Fieldston School, when we played... When, we, when you mentioned, or at some point in one of the things we do in our stage act, which is different from this, uh, mentioned "Kunagonda" uh, or "Trontweet Cunegonde, which is the name of a cut on our first album, a girl screamed hysterically. That's Did right. Did you notice that? Yeah. She was goosed by this young long hair next What's to that her. that in? ready to help you on the bus. Up she goes. Yeah. Uh,